Good evening. Good evening. Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. I am Trainese McNeil. I'm your host for the evening. As always, it's a pleasure. It's such a pleasure to be back before you guys to share with you what God has given me. I'm excited about tonight's topic, and it's just a continuation of what we were talking about last week with the topic of downloads. And God wanted me to elaborate more on the, the topic of update. So I'm going to go overview what we talked about last week, just so those that may or may be new to this platform and have no clue what I'm talking about. And you just want to know more about what, we, what we've been talking about. And I'm going to go over that. And then we want to get into tonight's podcast. But first things first, let's give honor to God and set the atmosphere by starting off with prayer. Holy Spirit, just thank you, Father God, for your presence right now. God is here. God, I ask that you saturate this place. Saturate the homes and the places that the people are watching or listening right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask that, Father God, that whatever may be hindering us, hindering them, Father God, from being able to hear your voice ever so clearly, I ask that you remove every distraction, remove the Father God, any hindering spirit that is not like you, Father. Holy Spirit, I thank you, God, for this message, God, that you have given me, God, to share with your children tonight. God, I ask that, Father God, as you decrease me, Father God, and may you increase in the name of Jesus. Father God, I come against every technical difficulty in the name of Jesus and may try to interrupt your perfect will from being done. But I thank you, Father God, that this word, God, will not fall on deaf ears in the name of Jesus. But Father God, it will be eloquent in the name of Jesus, Father, and that you will help me, God, to speak clearly, Father God, and to be able to speak only your words, God. Father God, I thank you, God, and most importantly, the God that you will get the glory in somebody's life, God, will be changed, God. Somebody will be healed, set free, God. Delivered, God, and saved in the name of Jesus. Father, have your way. I thank you and I love you for everlasting love. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Again, I'm excited to be before you another week. Every single week, you know, God gives me something to share with you guys. And I am excited about tonight's topic. And I didn't know that God was going to take me this route and continuing basically what um, we've been talking about last week and dealing with the the subject of computers. <laughs> and I I won't call myself the most tech savvy, but I am somewhat tech savvy. I would say there are still a lot of things that I have to learn um, when it comes to computers and just different software and programs. Um, and just thinking about um, what God has been doing through me and, and my, on my job when it comes to administrative um, administrative position. And I'm just like, okay, I have to learn new software and I have to be able to update my skills, be able to um, be teachable, be pliable. And God was just, you know, saying that there's some things that we as people, including myself, because he deals with me first, is that there are some updates that we need in our spiritual walk. Sometimes when you've been walking, hi, Melissa. Sometimes when you've been walking for a long time with Christ, you can get complacent or you can get to a place where you feel as though that um, you've arrived. And it's not saying that you did it on purpose, but if you get to a place where you're comfortable and it seems like everything is working right, you, you're you're on um, different ministries and you go to church faithfully and you pay your tithes and all of those things and you, you feel as though that you're doing all of the godly things that you're supposed to do as a believer, right? 
and it seems as though that nothing can touch you or that because you're doing the right thing that there's still not some things that inside of you that need to be fixed the enemy comes in and manipulates you into thinking that you're almost perfect and that there's no character flaws inside of you that need to be checked but one one thing's for sure god is going to make sure that you know and he's going to test he's going to test you to make sure that you don't have any character flaws you don't have anything that can stand in the way from him being able to use you and help advance his kingdom so if you have any attitude issues if you have any um financial um behavior issues if you have a problem with saving you're always spending if um if you lie about um your your money to uh or lie in your taxes or whatever those things are that that is not a part of godly character god will test you to expose so that you are aware so that he can now give you an update so those things that you once um had inside of you those things that once was a part of you god is like okay no that that needs to be taken out that needs to be taken out that's not going to work in this season that's not going to work for where i'm taking you yeah i may um, when you are a baby in christ and you are on simulate some of those things you know not saying that god looked past it but because you are a baby in christ he knew that he took his time with you and said, okay, there's going to be a moment. You might still be drinking. You might still be smoking. You might have some of these bad habits still a part of you. But as you grow in Christ, God is saying, okay, as you grow in me, those same things that, that I was letting go or letting slide for in that moment, that's not going to work. I need to remove those things. I need to update you to have my character, those bad habits, the lying spirit, the deceiving spirit, the manipulative spirit. Those things must go because those things can affect where I'm taking you. So you need an update. What does update mean? And thank you, Holy Spirit. Before I go there, let's let's do the review because I'm already, you see, I'm already there. <laughs> I'm already on tonight's topic, but God is like, no, go review because you're going to see how God continue what we talked about last week and continue on for this week. So last week, the topic was downloads. And download means to transfer software, data, character sets, et cetera, from a distant to a nearby computer from a larger to a smaller computer or from a computer to a peripheral device. Spiritual downloads, just giving a quick review, spiritual downloads is revelation, wisdom, strategies, or direction that comes straight from God. Revelation, wisdom, strategies, or direction that comes straight from God. God gives us downloads as a result of the time, which I'm going to repeat again, and you're going to see why later on tonight's podcast. 
God gives us, or tonight's subject rather, God gives us downloads as a result of the time that we spend in prayer. And this this um, scripture that we went to is Matthew 7, verse 7 through 8 in the Amplified Version. Go, go there again later on. But it's important that you spend consistent amount of time in prayer, praying day and night. This is, this is how you, because this is how you're able to get the downloads from God, the revelation and wisdom and strategies by spending time in prayer. Because when you spend time with God, when you have communication with him, he begins to trust you. He trusts you with what he has. He's not going to reveal his mysteries to you if he cannot trust you. If you're not dedicating your time, if you're not dedicating your gifts, if you're not dedicating your finances, if you're not dedicating um, things that, that you hold dear to you and saying, God, none of this means anything if I don't have you. That's when God said, when you are willing to make sacrifices and being obedient to God and saying, Lord, these materialistic things don't mean a thing to me. Why? Because you've given it to me. And I love the way um pastor michael todd illustrated it is saying that the things that god has blessed us with he has given it to us to manage we don't own it the car that you drive you don't own it the purpose that you have you don't own it the children that you have you don't own them god has given us every single thing that we have to manage so when god tells us to give it up when god tells us to sacrifice things it's important that we don't have a, a tight grip on it. And we say, okay, God, if you're telling me to give this money, even though I had plans to do with this money, Lord, I'm going to do it. Why? Because I know it does not belong to me. You have given it to me to manage. And so whatever you desire for me to do, that I'm going to do. And that's when God, you're proving to God that you can be trustworthy to him. And he began to download these precious mysteries and revelation and wisdom to you. We also talked about that downloads with steps requires you to, number one, download the revelation from God. You have to put in the work. Matthew 6, says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. How are you going to be able to get the, the revelation from God if you don't put in the work? You have to seek him for it. Number two, we said, position yourself to be ready to receive the download from God. Position yourself, put yourself in a posture that you're ready to receive. But sometimes we're not ready. We're asking, oh, okay, I want this and I want that from God, but you're not truly ready to receive it because you haven't put in the work. Number three, write down what God is giving you. Write the vision and make it plain. Habakkuk 2, verse 2 through 3. Write it down. You need documentation of what God has given you one so you don't forget it because I know I'm definitely <laughs> that is one of my things if I do not write it down if I don't put a reminder if it's not on a piece of paper Lord help me and I'll be like Holy Spirit help me to remember so it's important to write these things down especially if God is giving it to you so that you know specifically what directions God is um, giving you so that you don't leave anything out and so that you don't uh, walk in error and do it a different way. You want to make sure that you operate in, in God's way and God's timing and not your own. Yes, I see you, my brother, Pastor Ulysses. <laughs> that is very important. And the last one I had was execute the spiritual download or apply it to your life. 
that once you have gone through the process, don't just keep it now that you're going through the process and God now is giving you the green light. Don't hinder or quench the Holy Spirit. Move. It's time to move forward. Don't allow fear to grip you. Don't allow fear to grip you and say, oh, I'm not ready. And I'm talking to myself too, because there's some things that I'm like, God, are you sure you want to use me for this? Are you sure? And he's like, yes, I'm sure. I've given it to you for a reason, but now you're a hindrance to yourself. So execute the spiritual download or apply it to your life. All right, guys, now we're ready to move forward. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, God really want me to share that because what I've talked about last night is definitely going to be talked about tonight in tonight's topic, which is update. Update is tonight's topic. Update is to bring a book, figures, or the like up to date as by adding new information or making corrections. By adding new information or making corrections. <laughs> I love how God, you know, I love looking up words and I love finding out definitions because as soon as I read it, I'm like, wow, God, God revealed it to me of how it applies to our spiritual walk or how it applies to um, our relationship with him. And how God is like, okay, I'm I'm trying to download new information into you, but you're holding on to old information and where I'm taking you, the old things is it can't it can't apply to where I'm taking you. God want to make some make some corrections. Okay, there's some character flaws that you may have, and God is saying, okay, I, I gotta correct that because you used to be slick at the mouth and you thought that was gone, but as soon as somebody hit that trigger button. Now you're saying words that you used to say and you thought that it was gone. So, yeah, okay, now we got to go back. We got to figure out what, what is it that, that you still are able to allow the enemy to get you to say words that are not like God. What is it that's still allowing you, that's still affecting you to still make those, go back to the, the old um, trainees, go back to the old Ulysses, go back to the, the old person. It's something that you have not allowed me to deal with that's still coming up. Because if it was if it was healed, if it was if you received your breakthrough, it would not still be able to rise up. That old flesh would still not be able to rise up. So how how do we how do we receive a spiritual update from God? Like I said earlier, it mentioned from last week is that we receive updates through downloads from God. Downloads from God. God gives us downloads as a result, as a result of spending the time that we spend in prayer. God gives us downloads because if you ever think comparing it to the phone or computer is that when you, you know, phones are always, you know, saying, okay, you're up for an update. Computers are always saying you need an update. And when you have, when they send you an update, you have the option. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. You have the option of whether or not you want to download it. Just because the update is sent to your device does not mean that you have to take it. It gives you 
the choice to say, yes, I want to update. My computer, my HP, it is now running on Windows 11. Before it was running on Windows 10. I had the option to say, no, I want to keep the old version. Or say, you know what? I'm going to try the new version out and see what it it does. And even after, even after you updated to the new version, you still have a choice to go back to the old version. You still have the choice. You can, you can, uh, what's it called? Uninstall. Jesus. You can uninstall it. But this is why we have, this is why God is giving us the, this topic tonight to say, okay, I'm trying to give you an update. I'm trying to take you to a new level, but there's some things that must be fixed. There's some security flaws that must be fixed. And there's some bugs that's inside of you. There are some, some things that's inside of you that have to be fixed before I can take you to the next level, before I can give you that promotion, before I can give you that leadership role, before I can bless you with that husband, before I can bless you with that wife. There are some things that must be fixed inside of you because where I'm taking you, that old flesh, that old behavior, that can't go. That old way of thinking, that can't go. So I'm trying to, God is saying, I'm trying to give you an update. Will you receive it? Will you receive it? You have to accept it. And that's the thing, when we get an update in our phones or our devices, they say, are you ready for the download? How do we receive a spiritual download? We have to go to God in prayer and say, Lord, show me me. God, whatever it is that, 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 is, that is hindering me, God, from being able to grow in you, show me. And if you pray that prayer, best believe God is going to show you you. So you need to be prepared to say, okay, what he shows you, are you going to be willing and ready for him to heal you? Are you going to be willing and ready for him to transform you, to make you a new creature? The word of God, when it talks about becoming a new creature, yes, that that is talking about, yes, when you first accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But then also it talks about renewing. That you are constantly becoming a new person. You're constantly changing, renew, constantly becoming new. Because the word of God says in Romans 12, verse 1 through 2, do not conform to the ways of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes, God has made us a new creature when we accepted him as Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. However, he understands and knows that because we are in these fleshly bodies, it's important that we are renewed, that we are constantly updated. Because as we grow, there are some things that maybe we were not aware of, but God had to reveal it to us so that he can fix it if we let him. If we let them. So in Matthew, let's go there. Matthew 7. Let's 
Matthew 7, verse 7 through 8, in the Amplified Version, it says, Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives, and he who keeps on seeking finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, it will be open. So when we keep seeking the Father, when we keep knocking, when we keep um, asking God, it will be given unto us. Consistent, consistent prayer life is what's required to receive a download and receive that update that is necessary for our growth, for our growth and for our walk with our walk with Christ. It's necessary. So what I want to get into now is what is the purpose? What is the purpose of an update? We talked about what an update is and we talked about how you actually receive a spiritual update and how, and how you're supposed to have a consistent prayer life. What is the purpose? So some people are like, okay, what? Because sometimes when you get these updates, there you ever see, um, like for instance, I'm still getting used to this iPhone situation, but when you get certain phones, it might say like, okay, right now I think we're on like 15.3. I think that's the, or 15.4, yes. But then you will go to, it goes to the next level and it might go to 16. So small, it gives you small little updates. Most of those are fixing uh, bugs and security issues. But when it goes to the next number, then it's a major, like they're changing programs and they, they're changing um, different ways and, and setup and displays and it, it, it goes to a whole nother level, right? So the, what I love about this is that when I was reading and studying about updates, it said updates fix any problems with, with software or hardware that were not detected before the product was released to the public. If you don't update, the computer could the computer could encounter those problems or be vulnerable to attacks. Keywords that I love here is that it says updates fix any problems with software or hardware that were not detected. It was not detected before the product was released. So problems and issues that character flaws that that was inside of us that were not detected when we first accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior as a baby in Christ. As we grow, God reveals those things to us and say, OK, now I got to take that out. Now I got to fix this. Now you're ready. Now you're going to accept it, because sometimes when we're when we're um, not as seasoned or mature, when certain things are exposed to us, we like, wait, no, I'm good. We not, we're not accept, um, receptive of receiving the correction. We're not receptive of receiving, oh, okay, no, you're wrong and you're doing this because we're not as mature. But as we grow and God is showing us that, okay, they're proving that they can actually receive what I'm telling them, receive the correction. Now it's time to fix those things. Because now they're going to listen. Now they're going to be obedient. Now they're going to be surrendered because I have them right where I need them. 
that God has us right where he needs us as we grow in him. <laughs> I don't want the iPhone situation. <laughs> That's funny, mommy. So what is the purpose of an update? Number one, it adds new features and it removes the outdated one. That for me, like I get excited about different updates. It's like, okay, I get excited about new features, even though half of the time, everybody cannot say, I mean, that goes with cars too. There is probably nobody except for the people that actually created the software and phones and devices that can actually knows everything that the phone is capable or everything the computer is capable of doing. Why? Because we don't what? We don't read the manual. Half of the time, we don't read the manual of these devices. So it's things we're like, oh man, I didn't know my phone could do that. Or you talk to somebody who had the same device that you have and you're like, wait, wait, I didn't know my phone could do that. I didn't know that, that it had those features on it because you didn't play with it. You didn't study it. And so God begins to reveal those things. You didn't know that you were capable of doing these things. Why? Because you weren't ready. Because we weren't ready for it yet. So God is saying, okay, there's some talents. There's some gifts inside of them. There is some spiritual gifts inside of them that, that will, they will be revealed, but they're not ready for that yet. So I'm going to hold on to that. But as they grow on me, as they prove that they're trustworthy, they prove that they can be um, obedient, as they prove that they will make sacrifices for me, that they, they can be trustworthy to be used for my glory. Now I'm going to start revealing those things. So it's like features and gifts that you didn't realize you had. And you was like, wait a minute. I didn't know that it was inside of me. Because I'm telling you, I did not know this administrative thing. I, I stayed away from it for a long time. That blew me for a loop. Seriously. I was like, administrator? That's not me. I'm an artist. <laughs> God was like, yeah, it's in you. And that's because the way I was looking at it and my perspective, it was it was skewed and it was based on what I perceived it to be or what I thought it was. But God was like, no, this is the way I created you to be to use administrative gifts. But because my, I had my own perceptions of it, I was not able to see things clearly. But God, I had to wait till, till I was ready to God saw this fit that I was ready to actually for him for him to show me that yes, I can use you in this in this area. So what is the purpose of an update? It adds new features and removes the update, outdated ones. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. <clears throat> 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, in the Amplified Version, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed. Thank you, Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the, pre the previous, excuse me, moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Wow. It brings a new life. Having a relationship with Christ, growing in him, staying connected to the vine. He says, I am the vine 
and you are the branches. When we stay connected to the vine, Jesus, it causes us to grow. And we are constantly being renewed. We are constantly being updated. Our spiritual man is constantly being updated if we let him. If we let him. Ephesians. Ephesians 4, verse 22 through 24 in the NIV version. <clears throat> it says, you were taught with regard to your to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. We were taught to put off our old selves, to put on our new selves so that we can be more like God, to uphold his true righteousness, to uphold his true holiness. We should have a desire to be more like him, be more like Christ. That should be our desire. That should be our goal to be more like Christ. As believers, as Christians, disciples of Christ, our goal should be to be more like him. <laughs> yes, how are you, you going to tell me who you are? <laughs> exactly, all the time. So, again, number one, it adds new features, down, not downloads, so up, the purpose of updates is it adds new features and removes the outdated ones. Number two, it fixes character bugs. It fixes character bugs. Character, godly character, is what we shall uphold. Any person, character is basically your personality, the way you behave. So if you have any behavior issues that is not like God, when we allow God to do the work in us, he will remove those things, cause us to be more like him. So we're going to go to Galatians. <clears throat> Galatians chapter 5, verse 18 through 23 in the Amplified Version. And it's going to talk about God, godly character. Excuse me just a minute. <clears throat> Galatians chapter 5, verse 18 through 23 in Amplified Version. <clears throat> it says, but if you are guided and led by the spirit, you are not subject to the law. Then the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promote heresies, envy, drunkenness, um, um, riotous behavior, and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did pre previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. This is what we need to listen to. Verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, 
inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while we're while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So as we can see, and this is why the Holy Spirit led me this way, we first see what is not a part of God's character and then ended off with knowing how we're supposed to act in godly character. Operating in love, operating in joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are the characters of God, the fruits of the spirit. This is how we should be operating and acting the fruits of the spirit. So what is the purpose of an update? It fixes character bugs. Number three, it fixes security flaws. What I love about when I was when I was uh, reading about updates is that I believe it was on Norton. Norton, if anybody knows anything about um, computers, Norton is a um, antivirus uh, software, and they said about security flaws. It says that one second. It says that. Hackers love security flaws, also known as software vulnerabilities. A software vulnerability is a security hole or weakness found in a software program or operating system. Hackers can take advantage of the weakness by writing code to target the vulnerability. The code is packaged into malware, short for malicious software. So we have to be careful of being vulnerable with the wrong people. It's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. However, it's important that we are careful of who we are vulnerable with. Everybody cannot know what our flaws are. Everybody cannot know everything about us because they will take advantage of it. When your flaws and weaknesses are detected by others, Some people will take advantage of that and use it against you. They may want what you have and will try to sabotage sabotage you so that you will fall because when the enemy uses people, because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So he will use whoever he can to try to take what you have, what God has given you, to try to destroy it or kill it. That is the enemy's sole purpose to kill steal and destroy but god comes that we might have life and have it more abundantly so god will help you have better discernment so that you will know what you can who you can be vulnerable around you cannot tell everyone everything the example that i want to give here is samson and delilah some people know about this story and some people may not But giving you a synopsis, and I'm going to read the passages of scripture that God has given me, is that Samson was very attracted to, and Samson was uh, anointed by God. He had, God had given him a strength. God had given him such a strength. I mean, he was really strong. And the secret of this strength was that it was in his hair. Samson had very long locks. And God let Samson know 
Do not let anybody cut your hair because that will take away the very strength that I have given you. And God used Samson, Samson uh, in his strength to be able to defeat the Philistines when they were attacking his people in the villages. God used him mightily to be able to, um, to protect the children of God. So, but Samson's weak, one of Samson's weakness was women. Women was Samson's weakness. And Samson, lo and behold, fell in love with a Philistine woman, Delilah. And because there was weakness, he ended up marrying Delilah. And Delilah was used by the Philistines because they could not figure out what is, what's making Samson so, so strong. I can't understand why every time we, we try to attack him, he always gets, you know, gets the best, best of us. So they used Delilah and said, hey, if you get the secret from him, then we'll give you this money. Just giving you um, just a synopsis of it. You can go back and read it for yourself. Back into Judges chapter 16, and actually fit, go back to 15 into 16 and read it for yourself to get more details. However, continuing on. Now we have where now Delilah's focus is trying to find out what what Samson's weakness was, what was making him so strong. And once she found out what was making so make him so strong, she was going to um, remove that away from him so that he can be defeated by the Philistines. So now let's go to Judges 16, verse 13 through 21 in the NIV version. Judges 16, verse 13 through 21 in the NIV version. And it says, Delilah then says, so she has tried, by this time she's tried different things to, to try to get Samson to uh, tell her the truth. But he started, he was deceiving her. He kept telling her lies and, and saying that, oh, okay, if you wrap my arms up with uh, these ropes and that take away my strength and that didn't work. So by this time, Delilah is fed up. Delilah then said to Samson, all this time you have been making a fool of me and lying to me. Tell me how you can be tied. He replied, if you weave the seven braids of my head into the fabric on the loom and tighten it with the pin, I'll become as weak as any other man. So while he was sleeping, Delilah took the seven braids of his head, wove them into the fabric and tightened it with the pin. Again, she called to him, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He awoke from his sleep and pulled up the pen in the loom with the fabric. Then she said to him, how can you say I love you? Then you won't confide in me. Mm -mm -mm. Being manipulative. This is the third time you have made it full of me and haven't told me the secret of your great strength. With such nagging, she prodded him day after day until he was sick to death of it. So he told her everything. No razor has ever been used on my head, he said, because I have been a Nazarite dedicated to God from my mother's womb. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me and I would become as weak as any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her everything, she sent word to the rulers of the Philistines, come back once more. He has told me everything. So the rulers of the Philistines returned with the silver in their hands. 
After putting him to sleep on her lap, she called for someone to shave off the seven braids of his hair. So, and so began to subdue him and his strength left him. Then she called, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He awoke from, from his sleep and thought, I'll go out as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Then the Philistines seized him, gouged out his eyes and took him down to Gaza, binding him with bronze shackles. And they set him to grinding grain in the prison. But the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. My God, you see how, my God, one being connected to the wrong people. Being connected to the wrong people, you have to be careful. You cannot be friends with everyone. You cannot do business with everyone. You can't work with everyone. You have to, God would give you discernment to foresee, okay? Even if you have to work in the same places, okay? Doesn't mean you have to have a close relationship. You have to love people from afar sometimes. You cannot be vulnerable to certain people because they would use that against you. Samson allowed himself to be vulnerable with Delilah. And it cost him to lose his strength, the very thing that God blessed him with. It cost him to forfeit his birthright. God blessed it with blessed him with it. And he allowed himself to allow his weakness to get the betterment of him. And that's what we don't want. So when we allow ourselves to be updated, it causes us guys to fix those security flaws so that we are not vulnerable to the wrong people. So that we are not vulnerable to the wrong people. Number four, purpose of an update is protect the vision, the word and promises God has given you. How many of us have, I'm sure, have received the word or God has given us a vision and a dream, revealed his promises to us. It's important that we war over these things, that we are protecting it because God has given it to us and is not to be revealed until, until his timing. God has given it to and downloaded into our spirit so that we can prepare in that season, but everybody can't handle it. So just because God, and I know, I know it's not easy. There have been moments that I have wanted to share certain things with people and God is like, uh, kept my mouth in tight. And it's been moments where I almost slipped up and literally it's almost I started fumbling with my words. The Holy Spirit is like, no. Nope. They can't handle it. And you don't know if there's some people that's going to share what God has given you. And then what if that same business that God has given and you shared it with somebody else, they take it and run with it. Or somebody else, they share with somebody else and now they have your vision. Now they have your name. Now they have that book that God has given you because you were so excited and you shared it in the wrong timing. Now somebody else has it. Be careful who you are being who you are being vulnerable to and who you are sharing what God has given to you, giving you the promises God has given you. Galatians <clears throat> chapter one, verse 10 in the NIV version, it says, 
Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. We have to be careful of whether or not we're trying to please people or please God. Because sometimes we share certain things because we're trying to be liked, because we want people to love us and we're trying to prove things and we want we don't want them to uh, leave us. So we share certain things and, and we sacrifice what God has given us for the sake of pleasing other people. Because just like Delilah, she said, oh, if you really love me, you will share it with me. If you really love me, you would tell me what your, what your weakness is, what makes you so strong. And because Samson could not take the fact that he, she kept nagging him about it, he allowed himself to be weak. And allow himself, his strength to be revealed to the wrong person. So be careful of how, of what you're trying to do to please people. Make sure your purpose is pleasing God, not man. It's pleasing God, not man. Last point. Number five, it is to prevent you from affecting others with a spiritual virus. What we don't understand is, yes, the update is about us solely. But the things that we do affect other people. Everything we do affects others. If we make a wrong move, we can put ourselves in a wrong in a, a wrong position and can affect other people. The people that we're connected to. If we have negativity, if we if we operate in negativity, we operate in fear and doubt and anxiety. That can affect other people because you don't realize the people that you influence. And not coming from a a conceited or place or whatever, but this platform, I I understand and realize that because I have this imperfectly perfect platform, that there are people that I influence because I allow God to move through me on a weekly basis. So my actions, the way I uphold myself will affect them. If I operate, say, for instance, if I operate in got ungodly character, allow myself to, um, I'm in the grocery store and allow myself to cuss somebody out because they, they bust in line, in the grocery line, and somebody that's sitting here watching, somebody maybe I don't even know that's watching this podcast. They probably was about to approach me and say, hey, I watch you, you know, on a weekly basis. They didn't even get to get there yet. And they see me cussing the the salesperson out. That can affect their very soul and how they perceive how believers are supposed to be. We have to make sure that we are careful of how we affect others because we, no matter what, everybody's an influence to somebody, whether it's one person or many. So God want to make sure that we receive our updates so that we are not affecting others with a spiritual virus. Proverbs 13, 20 in the Amplified Version.
Proverbs 13, 20, Amplified, it says, He who walks as a companion with wise men will be wise. But the companions of conceited, dull, dull-witted fools are fools themselves and will experience harm. Never heard of that saying, you are the company that you keep? That's facts. That's facts. And if you're not careful, the very the very way that they're acting, if they cussing, if they watching pornography, if they, you know, drinking and smoking, this is why when God delivers you, you can't hang out in the same crowd. When God delivered me from, from drinking, I couldn't hang out with the same people. And even though they was like, well, we're not going to try to get you to drink. No, I can't hang out with the same people because if I'm with them, if they're drinking and I'm trying to be better, when people see me, they were like, oh, you, yeah, they partying and they doing all of that. They're going to think that I'm doing it too. Why? Because it's a reflection. Who you hang with, who you connect with is a reflection of who you actually are. That's facts. So you turning and flipping the thing around, if you are operating an ungodly character and there are people connected to you, you don't want to allow that to trickle down to them and affect the way they operate and the way they carry themselves. Because then God is going to judge you for that. So we have to be careful of how we uphold ourselves. Yes, Melissa, I'm about to do a review right now. One moment. So again, what is the purpose of an update? Number one, it adds new features and removes the outdated ones. Number two, it fix, fixes character bugs. Number three, it fixes security flaws. Number four, Melissa, number four is it protects, it will help protect the vision, the word, and promises God has given you. It will help protect the vision, the word, and promises God has given you. Number five, it helps to prevent you from affecting others with a spiritual virus. That is so important. And lastly, I want to close with this. Three things that I want to share. What happens if I don't allow God to update me? Number one, you will operate in error. You don't want to operate in error. If God is, is leading you to do is to do something and you're not obedient with them and you didn't allow him to deal with those character flaws, deal with those things that's not um, conducive to, to the Holy Spirit, you will be operating in error because gifts and callings are given without, without repentance. You can still operate in your gifts and have yet to repent it to God for not being obedient, for not um, being surrendered. But it does not, just because you, your gifts are still being used, does not mean that you are surrendered, does not mean that you are walking right with God. So you are operating error. Number two, you will be subject to conflict with others. 
If you do not allow yourself to be updated because now you're vulnerable, now everything is affecting you. You're being triggered from every area, from every area. Somebody says something to you, you're easily offended because you have not allowed God to deal with those issues, deal with those things. Why are you being triggered? What it actually going, going to your past and saying, Lord, okay, maybe it's some unforgiveness in my heart. Maybe I'm still dealing with the fact that I've been rejected, the fact that I've that I've been abandoned that I've been disappointed, that I've been let down, I've been stabbed in my back. And now every time somebody um, triggers that thing or does something even close to it, now I have the spirit of anger is, is, is coming out of me. The spirit of um, hatred is, is coming out of me. But you didn't allow yourself to be updated. And lastly, the vision and dreams God has given you will be left unprotected. You won't have the, you won't, um have the discernment that is necessary for you to foresee of who you should be vulnerable to and you're just going to be sharing things all willy-nilly protect what god has given you protect it allow god to do a new thing in you allow god to Take out those old things and give you new. And give you new. This scripture I didn't have up here, but I want to go to it right quick. Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, verse 18 through 19. This, this particular scripture has been in my spirit for, <laughs> for this whole season. 18 through 19, it says, do not remember, do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. God wants us to be aware that he has an update for us. And that he's trying to do something new. But we have to be aware. We have to be aware of what God is doing. And we have to be open to receive it. Because God has given us free will. He's not going to force us to do it. We have the choice. God has given the choice to choose his will. Will we choose to be updated? Where we allow ourselves to still operate in the old version. Don't allow yourself to operate in your old man. But allow God to renew your mind every single day. I'm telling you, your spiritual growth depends on it. Your spiritual growth depends on it. I pray that everybody was encouraged and lifted tonight, that you received what you needed. If there's anybody that feels like, God, that yes, I have been. I have been a little testy and anger and, you know, it seems like I'm a little bit more irritable and God, I just can't figure out what the problem is. I'm going to pray for you right now. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come to you right now, oh God, asking that you touch us, Father. Show us us. God, if there are any issues, Father, anything, Father, that is not like you, that is causing us, God, to not be able to grow. If there's unforgiveness in our heart, Father, reveal it to us. Father, is there hatred in our heart? God, reveal it to us. Father God, if there is jealousy in our heart, reveal it to us. If there is covetousness, God, in our heart, reveal it to us, oh God. God, show us us, Father, so that we can allow you to do the work, to do the surgery on our heart, Lord God, to take out what is not like you, Jesus, and to put in, Father, what is a part of you, Father, so that we can be more like you and help be effective, be more effective to help advance your kingdom. God, our desire is to be more like you. We don't want to, Father God, disappoint you, God. We don't want to, Father God, taint the Father. We don't want to taint the Father God what you have done. God, we ask that, Father God, that you forgive us for even allowing ourselves, God, to not be surrendered or be obedient, Father God, when you try to, Father God, do a, a new thing in us, God, when you try to, Father God, to give us the deliverance and God, give us the up the, the update, God, and the breakthrough that is necessary for our walk, spiritual walk. Father God, we thank you, God, for giving us another chance, Father, to say, yes, God, do a new thing in me. Father God, take out all the old and replace it with new things, updated things in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your love, your unconditional love that is not like any other. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for making us new. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To God be the glory, to God be the glory. Hallelujah. Before I go, I do want to offer the gift of salvation, the free gift of salvation for those of you that are watching tonight, whether on Instagram or on Facebook, or whether you want to listen on the podcast channels later. This is your moment that I'm offering you this free gift of salvation. We talked about being coming in a new creature and being reborn. Reborn is not talking about your natural self. It's talking about your spirit, man. And how you become reborn is by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You become a new creature because you put away old things. You put away old ways of thinking and say, Lord, I take on your character. Lord, I take on the way you do things. You surrender. Why? Because you realize that the way you were doing it, it didn't work. And you realize that you need Jesus in your life. You need healing. You need help. You need a father, you need a protector, you need a provider, you need a way maker, you need a redeemer, you need a strong tower. Jesus is that, will be that for you. All of that for you if you let him in. So I pray that you pray this prayer of salvation with me with this, with your hands lifted up. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize that I am a sinner and that I can't live life without you. Jesus I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I ask that you come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart. I confess it in my mouth. Father, I thank you, Jesus, for saving me. 
or died on the cross for me, for cleansing me, washing me, making me whole. Thank you, Jesus, for thinking about me when you shed your blood on Calvary. Jesus, I submit my will to you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Continue to renew my mind, oh God, so that I can be more like you. I gave you my life. I gave you my all. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer of salvation, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome into the body of Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah to God be the glory. Heaven is rejoicing for your soul right now. Heaven is rejoicing for your soul. Heaven's rejoicing for you. I don't care if one person said, Lord Jesus, I want to be saved. That is wonderful. You are a new creature. That scripture that we were reading tonight, that is all about you. Be encouraged. Be lifted tonight. One last call, a call of rededication for those of you that have had a relationship with Jesus. But whatever is taking place, none of that is matters. You may have allowed yourself to your past or what somebody has done to you. To get the better, the better of you, betterment of you. And you fall in from under God's grace. And you can't figure out, Lord, how can I get back? I know I need you in my life again. But whatever it is, pride, maybe getting the best of you. I ask, I ask that you put that pride aside and let Jesus back into your life as your Lord and Savior. Come back home to him. He's waiting with open arms. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what you said. God is a forgiving God. And he loves you so much that he will leave the 99 just for you. So this is your chance. This is your moment. Because tomorrow, tomorrow's not promised. So if you are unsure that if this life here was over any second from now, if you're unsure if you would be in heaven, I encourage you to say this prayer rededication with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry from walking away from you, allowing myself to be disconnected from you, oh God. Ever since I've been disconnected, nothing seems to go right. Nothing seems to make sense. And I realize that I need you more now than I ever did before. Jesus, I put my pride aside. I ask you forgive me. Let it come back into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior once again. And Jesus, I will com commit myself for real this time. I'm not going to go back, but I'm going to move forward full speed ahead. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer rededication, welcome back into the body of Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah to God be the glory. I'm so excited for those of you that accepted Jesus Christ or maybe you rededicated Jesus Christ, um, us, uh, excuse me, rededicated your life back to Christ. That is so important. It's important that you stay connected to a church home if you do not already have one. If you need help finding a church home, please inbox me on Facebook. Um, you can find me, Trainees McNeil, or you can inbox me on I Am Imperfectly Perfect Incorporated's page. On Instagram, I am I underscore am underscore imperfectly perfect. You can follow me on there. I want to put the information on the screen for you. Again, follow us on I Am Imperfectly Perfect. 
on Facebook. Um, and then on Instagram, I underscore am underscore imperfectly perfect. This podcast will be available to you on all podcast platforms, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. It will be available to you as well as on these um, these social media platforms. So make sure you stay connected to all that we're doing in the Imperfectly Perfect community. I love you guys so much. I'm always praying for you, for you. I pray that you're praying for me and that God covers and keeps you and he keeps us strong during this trying time. But let rest assured, God is still in control and God is surely able. Until next time on a Perfectly Perfect Live, I will see you guys next week. Have a great night.